Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome, everyone, to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Podcast Spotlight Interview Edition. I'm Ryan Roberts, Rise and Draft on Twitter for the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects Podcast. Also, scouting coordinator for NFLDraftBible.com. Thanking you all for taking a listen to this player spotlight interview with a player that I am very excited about, a defense in general that he plays for that I am very excited about. I got a Tulsa defensive lineman, Jackson Player, plays nose in their three-man line. Uh, really talented group with Zayvon Collins, and Caleb Evans, Allie Green. There's so many incredible players. Christian Williams. There's guys everywhere on that defense that I'm incredibly excited about. I have Jackson in here, who is probably my favorite player on that defense, and that's pretty safe to say. Jackson, so appreciate you coming on today, man. Really a pleasure to uh, speak to you. I know you guys are rolling pretty well so far, and um, you know, just just thank you so much for coming on. Yes, sir. I appreciate you for having me, Ryan. Oh, absolutely, man. So Jackson's pretty easy man to to uh, to find on that defense. Like I said, they, they play an odd man front. They play three down. He's the nose guard in that system. The big number ninety. Uh, really talented football player, more of a, you know, he can really shoot gaps for a guy that's, you know, for the most part there to take up blocks and do all types of things, but he's got some tackle for loss numbers, really impressive football player. Jackson, I wanted to start you out, man, talking about, I know you came out of Midway High School in Waco, Texas. Uh, just talk to me a little bit about Tulsa and, and what about the school in general was the best fit for you and, and why they were so appealing to you coming out of Midway. Uh, yeah, man, coming out of high school, uh, Tulsa gained my interest because one of the old coaches that was here was Brian Norwood. His uh, his kids went to my high school, and my older brother played basketball with his son. So I kind of had a connection with him. And then a lot of the coaching staff came from Baylor, which is five minutes, ten minutes from my house. So it was like a, they made it feel like home. And then this school is prestigious and it's academic. So I was like, why not just get a good free education? And have a great, have a great background when I go to the job force and get to play the game I love. So that's what sold me on Tulsa. And I know you guys also have another uh, really nice nose tackle, uh, Tyree Stevenson, who you know is, is a bigger guy. But you, uh, you know, have been able to really just make your impact on the team. Like I said, that eight tackle for loss last season. You have a tackle for loss in each game so far. I've just been so impressed with with everything you've been able to do. Uh, Jackson, if I had to say, you know, just what, what, what have you been able to do over the last couple of years now to be able to to make the impact on the game and be able to to solidify that playing time that you've been able to grab? I would say I just matured a lot. My freshman year, I came in kind of big headed. I'm used to playing, being the star of the defense. And when I came in, I wasn't starting. And then I got had a battle some injuries. Then sophomore year, I came in, I worked, worked my butt off all summer. Then I uh, got the starting job, got hurt in Cincinnati, missed a couple games and came back. 
And then this year, I just told myself, like, I got to have a clean year and no injuries. I got to have my best year. We had some injuries on the D-line, so I've been playing D-in. And uh, with Big Cat in the middle and then Cullen at the other end, it's just – I call us the trio. Like, we're when all three of us are out good and healthy, we, we can't be matched. Absolutely, man. Obviously, you uh, you guys are off to a nice start. I, I was really rooting for you guys against Oklahoma State. I thought I thought you you know went down to the wire, man. I was really rooting for Tulsa. And obviously, you guys had that nice victory over Central Florida this past uh, weekend. I really want to get into that, Jackson. But you know, before we do, I, I know it's this off season, right? Was such a struggle with the COVID and cancellations and and all types of things going on for you. How are you? individually able to navigate it to the best of your ability? And how is the team overall able to try to stay together the best through what is a very difficult situation? Uh, for me, it wasn't that bad. I kind of, uh, I got me a gym membership, and then they closed gyms down. And then I had a good family friend back home, Becca Gross, who got me in contact with her neighbor who used to play college ball. And he let me work out with him. And I worked out with him three or four times a week heavy lifting, doing a little running. I stayed in pretty good shape. And I think for the team, just being away from each other for so long, not seeing each other for months on months when we're used to seeing each other every day, it just kind of made us want to be back together and want to fight more. Like this team, I feel like, is the most, is the most put-together team we've had since I've been here. Like we're all on the same page pretty much. And, and like I said, obviously you took Oklahoma State down to the wire. You made that very talented offense, right? They have a couple dudes, Chuba Hubbard and uh, the wide receiver Tyler Wallace. They're our next-level guys, and the defense really showed up to play against them. And I know, obviously, again, you know, you, you played another talented offense in UCF, able to get that victory. What has it been like on that defensive side of the ball specifically, Jackson? Because like I said before, man, you guys got – Zayvon and Caleb, there's so many dudes on that defense that I consider to be next-level players. What's it just like from a brotherhood standpoint, and how special is that side of the football? I think the defense this year, I think we're all like we're all like brothers. Like you said, we got we got Ali Green and Caleb. We got Zayvon. We got me, myself, Big Cat, who is Tyre Stevenson, and then we have Cullen Wick, and we have a lot of other dudes like Grant Sawyer and Justin Wright. We're all coming together this year and playing together. And like like you said earlier, we shut Oklahoma State's offense really down. They went to, I think, three quarterbacks, four quarterbacks. Chuba didn't even get his 100 yards. And then you see what he did this week against a Big 12 team. He goes for 145. That just shows you that our defense this year has really stepped up. And, like, if you look at last year, I think he had 175 in the first quarter against us last year. In the first half, I think he only had 30 yards against us this year. So, our defense is on a new level this year. I think we only got we only can go up from where we're at now. Yeah, and you mentioned something very, um, very interesting. Jackson was you know you missed a couple games, right? You were banged up a little bit. I know Caleb was banged up for most of the year last year. I felt like you guys had a lot of nice individual pieces, but it was just kind of mixed and matched a little bit with some injuries. Was this something that you were expecting the defense to be this special? Was it just like a matter of time keeping everybody healthy, or or, or have you guys even kind of exceeded your expectations so far? Uh, I kind of knew we were going to be good. Obviously, we we were a little worried on the D line side just by losing Trev, Travis Gibson from last year, losing Shamar Robinson. But then again, we, me, myself, and uh, Big Cat and Cullen, we all have faith in ourselves that we're all just. They might have left, but we're still solid. Like, we're all starters in our own way. We're all just as good. So we took it like 
hey, we're this defense is going to be our year. We're going to be better than we were last year. And with a couple spring practices that we did have, we we looked pretty solid. And then fall camp came. We only got to have a couple fall camp practices, and we looked for, fairly solid. So I was, we I could say that we exceeded our expectations, but our expectations are still high. Like we still have some growing to do, and I think we haven't hit the ceiling yet. And and I must say, Jackson, I I talked to Coach Fletcher, um, you know, every once in a while on Twitter, and he told me, you know, he was telling me about Caleb and Allie and, and all those dudes in the secondary, but he said the best, and, I, and this is a quote, you can you can talk to him about this one, man, bust his chops a little bit. He said the best best player that we have is Jackson player when he's healthy. So obviously that's that's huge huge compliment there for playing with so many great guys that you've mentioned already. I know you said, you know, you've been playing a little bit of the end spot. I talked about a little bit about you playing nose as well. Is there a spot in that defense that maybe you feel most comfortable at? Is 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 it just kind of like a versatility aspect to you? What's kind of your preference on that line? Uh I don't have a preference, you know, uh in playing in this year is is different. I haven't played defensive end since I was a freshman in high school. But then again, I'm a football player. I'm going to play whatever position is going to help the team. So if coach says line up at linebacker, I'll be a linebacker. It doesn't matter to me. Football is football. I learn the, Give me a couple of days to learn the plays, and I'll be good. I love it, man. I love it. And, and now you guys obviously are set up for, so you know, getting into some conference action in the AAC. You know, you guys got Cincinnati and USF and East Carolina. A lot of really good football teams in the conference, man. What is uh, – What's the expectations for you all moving forward now after that big win over UCF? How confident and what are just kind of some of the goals that you might have now moving forward? Uh, I feel like we got a chip on our shoulder. The goal is always to win conference, but this year I think we want to go undefeated. We Well, every year we want to go undefeated, but this year we have the opportunity in front of us. We just beat one of the best teams in our conference. And like I said, we still haven't reached the ceiling yet. We still haven't hit our maximum potential yet. So I think we still got a lot of growing to do. and. The goal is to hopefully go undefeated in conference this year. And, and I love asking this question, Jackson. I, I have a feeling I know who the answer is going to be, but you know, just for argument's sake, uh, is there a player or players, it could be past growing up, could be now, whatever it might be, that might be a player that you maybe model your game after a little bit or at least you take stuff from their game in order to, to emulate to a degree? Uh, there's two players I grew, I grew up uh, the. The first one was Warren Sapp. I always wanted to be like Warren Sapp. And then the new model, uh, new model, a uh, modern day era player that I like is Aaron Donald. Just the way he plays and how fast he gets off, and just I hopefully I want to be better than them. I like how they play. I, I take some of their game, so I kind of want to be like them, but also want to be better than them. Because if I'm at that level, there's no stopping. There's no ceiling to that. Absolutely. I, I, I thought that Aaron Donald might be coming just with your stature and, and how you play. Warren Sapp, another great one, one of the best when I was growing up. That's a, it's a great mention there. And I know you're a guy that I, you know, I, I kind of highlighted a little bit, right? Like you're a guy that I think moves incredibly well on the interior. I see you, you know, really stretching things out laterally and being able to make plays outside of outside of the uh, tackles at some point. You know, you're really athletic, dude. For you. What are some things that maybe you've been improving on over the last couple years that you feel has even taken you to a higher level on the field? Uh, my diet, I got, I went, I changed my diet a little bit from freshman year to now. Now I'm eating a little bit worse, but I'm still keep maintaining weight. But like freshman year, I came in at 290 and I jumped up before the season started. 
and I was at 307 during the season. And I have never been that heavy in my life. Now I'm playing around 280, 285, and I'm feeling my best I've been since I've been in college. And that, and I played last year at 280 or 295. So this year, just getting my diet under control, getting my weight under control, and then getting my stamina and endurance under control, and that was the main thing for me. And I can't let you get off without talking about that offense that you guys go against every day in practice. I'm a big fan of guys like Shamari and Zach Smith and, and Keelan Stokes. There, there's a lot of talent on that offensive side, too. I definitely don't want to sell those guys short. What's it like? Because I know, obviously, you know, scout team's going to be seeing the first-team offense more than you probably do. But just from a day-to-day perspective, how good is the offensive side of the football? And, and um, just what type of playmakers do they have overall on the, on the other side of the ball? Oh, the offensive side, uh, the world just ha- hasn't seen anything yet. Like, we have not we have not even came close to what we've seen at practice and what we know they can do. That once, once they get the rhythm going, as y'all seen against UCF, we can rattle off points pretty easily. We have one of the best offenses in the country if they when they get going. So I have no doubt when you got – I know Shamari's hurt right now, but we got Daenerys and we got TK, who's my roommate. Uh, we got – uh, Sleep, Keelan Stokes, uh, who else? Jay Stu, and the then right now the most impressive thing to me is the offensive line. You got Gerard, Dylan Couch, Chris Paul, Dante Bivens, Tyler Smith, and those dudes. They're they're blocking. They're they're blocking like I've never seen. We've only allowed I think two or three sacks this year. It's crazy compared to last year. So all props to them up front. And Jackson, kind of the last question I wanted to end you off here. I know, obviously, you're you're a junior, so it might not be in 2021 NFL draft. It might be until 2022. But just speak about that opportunity because I'm a guy that obviously thinks very highly of you. I think that you're definitely a next-level player that is going to have that opportunity. Just what overall, what type of blessing will it be when that when that dream finally comes true? And maybe just how long of a dream has that been in general? Man, that's been a dream since I was five years old. I wrote it I wrote it down on the, on the back of a uh... – Texas Longhorn poster when I was five. I told my mom that's what I want to do. I want to make it to the NFL. And uh, right now that's the that's the least of my worries. I doubt it will come with productivity and just playing my game and playing at the best of my ability. But it's, I, it's an everyday in my head thing. Like I hope I make it and it will change my family, my family's lives and change a lot of things around me. But it won't. that's the main goal is to get there. But right now the focus on winning the conference. Absolutely. So again, we have Mr. Jackson Flair, defensive lineman for the University of Tulsa, coming off a huge victory over UCF, has conference championship in their future. They're working towards it every day. Jackson, appreciate you again coming on today, man. It was awesome just to get a little glimpse into your backstory, and I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be tuning in and rooting for you guys for the rest of the season. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.